Walter, Texas Stranger, Texas on the track. We sat around, thought we'd make this little podcast. Welcome to Talker Texas Ranger USA, the only Walker Texas Ranger podcast. I'm Jared. I'm Devin. I'm Whit. And for the second week, we find ourselves still trapped here underground uh, in this still weird subterranean. <laughs> yep. If any of you are listening to us for the first time, uh, please send help uh, seriously, though, because we're we're becoming emaciated. Yeah. Or vitamin D pills would be nice. Yeah. If you've if you've listened to the podcast, rate us on iTunes. Tell a friend. And contact the authorities. Please. Because we're pretty desperate. No windows here. Stagnant air. Nope. I think we're pretty far underground. We've got to be. But I mean, everyone shouldn't worry too much. I mean, the good news is I feel like our situation's improved a little bit since last week. That's true. There is the tube. Yeah, the tube. Tube giveth. The tube giveth. Um. So, I mean, last week, I mean, we were, you know, scraping by pretty meager existence on some moist rats um this week uh i don't really know if it's because chuck was happy with uh our job last week yeah it could go either way i can't tell if he's happy or sad about it yeah but he started sending a lot of trash down the tube so i mean we're getting a little bit of everything we're getting uh his mail bills lots of applesauce containers a lot of applesauce those. that's nice uh, lots of unopened fan mail a lot of, you know, table scraps. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of boots. <laughs> My feet are fine. <laughs> old, old ruined um, uh, crocodile skin boots. And, oh, and, and zero condoms. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that's about, but... I thought at first he was sending this stuff down just to kind of give us something, but then I was looking through some of his mail, and it looks like he was really upset at his garbage collection service. And he might just be trying to save a few bucks. Hmm. Well. I mean, it's great. Th- their loss is our gain. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it looks like he's, I mean, based on a lot of these bills and stuff, it looks like he tries to cut a lot of corners anyway, mm-hmm. so. I, I've been smelling this beef jerky bag before I go to sleep. There's no beef jerky in it, but it just helps me feel comfortable. <laughs> it reminds me of my old life. Yeah, I like to try to lick out all the beef jerky dust that may be left behind in There's some of those dust bags. In there? <laughs> well, hang on, when I'll, I... Be, I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, uh, I feel like what I really figured out is I go straight to unopened fan packages because <laughs> a lot of times it's like grandma cookies, and I've been—I'm sorry—I've been eating all of those. <laughs> I'm really sorry, guys. <laughs> what the f, man? <laughs> yeah, come on. We're gonna You're have to work out. together down here. We're not gonna You're right. make it. You're right. Live together. We're a die team. alone. Yeah, I've been... Hands in. Okay. Yep. Yep. Thank you. Cave boys. (laughs) (laughs) Cave boys forever. I I learned that when I worked at Bubba Gump's. It gives like a good sense of, uh, you know, community. Right, right. If we all touch each other. Team building, yeah. Yeah. Touch building. (sighs) But uh, we're not dead, so I guess he didn't hate our improvements last week, so that's good. Oh, he definitely could have gassed us out of here if he wanted to. Mm -hmm. Or he could have just come down here and stomped our heads. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Or he just could have closed up the the air chute or something, mm-hmm. so we wouldn't have any oxygen. It'd be pretty there are, easy. To there do. are it's so many depressing. ways he could kill us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's all just remember that. Yeah. <laughs> just remember how he he holds our lives in his hands. Mm-hmm. He is literally our God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I think that's the important thing is that you know we owe him a lot. I mean, we were already fans before he kind of forced us down here, but you know, gotta give him you know uh, 
our thanks for yeah keeping us alive I down mean, here. He he didn't want you know just a Sabbath. He wanted every day to be the Sabbath, <laughs> and that's fair. Yeah, yeah, and he deserves it. The um the whole Stockholm thing is working really well on me. I I love him. I just want to make it up to him. Yeah, you know me I feel too. like we really let him down. Yeah, I want to give him some good episodes. Yeah. I mean he's got. Uh, you know, his new show coming out and, uh, you know, we need to really support him. Mm-hmm. Right. So basically it's a, it's a reboot of Walker, Texas Ranger, which is sort of the reason why we're down here. If you're listening to us for the first time, uh, week to week, we watch a new episode of Walker, Texas Ranger, and we sort of pick it apart to find out what is best about it. What could be improved, what could be improved, uh, and, and we give our suggestions uh, to Mr. Norris and in hopes that the the reboot will go smoothly for him. Yeah. Maybe get some more applesauce down the tube. But regardless, we're still stuck down here. Um, so, yeah, this week's episode was uh, episode five, Storm Warning. Here's the DVD description. Trevette is up the river and in very hot water when he goes undercover in prison and finds himself trapped with the other convicts during a brutal escape attempt. The problem with that description, as is, is that it makes you think this is going to be a Trevet episode. Mm-hmm. Like, Trevet is going to get caught in a situation and kind of, like, fight his way out. Yeah, I was really excited. Yeah. It also makes but, you, it also leads you to believe that he's going to be undercover in prison, which never happens. <laughs> which still, <laughs> still would be a great episode. He's undercover on the way to prison. Yeah. Right. He's undercover for, like, 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, and I feel like what this episode really is is some escaped convicts escape from um their like prison transport bus and it's in the middle of a hurricane and they kind of storm a uh, abandoned hotel i mean an evacuated hotel so the only people that are, that are there are the owners and basically walker has to save everyone in the hotel including trevette mm-hmm. so right. it would have worked the exact same if you kind of like dropped um trevette being undercover and you actually was just a guest and he just got captured. Right. Yeah. But, but then he wouldn't have gotten to wear that awesome head <laughs> thing, whatever you call it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, yeah. So Trevette's uh, alternate identity, his like undercover, his undercover persona is uh, Snake Larkin. <laughs> what, what, what was the last name? Larkin. Larkin. Yeah. I could never <laughs> catch it exactly. Yeah, I'm not Pliskin. Right. Yeah. Don't ever but, think that. Well, I mean, one thing they don't need to change about this episode is the intro. The very beginning. Yes. I thought that was fantastic. Perfectly executed. You just, Walker walks into a, a Texas bar, you know, bikers, all kinds of ne'er-do-wells, and he's looking for Snake Larkin. Yeah. And, um, you know, some guys try and give it to him, and he gives it back way harder. I mean, that's the scene that, like, anyone who knows anything about Walker, Texas Ranger, that's, like, your idealized version of the show, mm-hmm. is just, right. like, over-the-top, corny action. Mm-hmm. He just goes in, kicks a dude in the balls, like, there's <laughs> some, like, really over-the-top stuff. Onto a pinball machine. Onto a it's pinball great. machine. And we have a clip from the intro scene here, and I'll just let this go. This is this is a good example of the tone that we would want to keep. Does anyone here know Snake Larkin? Used to run with Blackjack. Come on, everybody in here used to run with Blackjack. Yeah. We don't give up our own. <laughs> I believe in family values too, Curly, but your idea of family sucks the high wind. <laughs> That offended him. <laughs> yeah, those, yeah, those are fighting words to yeah. Curly. So, yeah, what does sucks the high wind mean? I think you know. 
<laughs> it's the polite way to say sucks balls. <laughs> the, the Native American way to say sucks balls. <laughs> Blows dead apes. Curly, your idea of family values sucks on some balls. <laughs> so he gets mad. Well, I, I would have said sucks on ice. Isn't that like the like kind of polite way to say That it? sounds stupid too. I, I, say, I just say sucks. sucks. Your family values suck. <laughs> Kiss my butt. <laughs> your idea of family values sucks on a butt. Yeah. I light your family values on fire on somebody's porch and they stomp it out and get all mad. <laughs> anyway, you don't say that to Curly. No. Dude gets pissed. Uh, anyway, that's a great example of kind of the, the shit in this show we want to keep. This is what works. This is what works. Oh, yeah. This yeah. is gold. We're going to keep this. Mm-hmm. Beats the guys up. Then big reveal. Snake Larkin says, I'm here. And he busts through the crowd. And it's Travette. Or what I'm, I thought. <laughs> yeah. I'm Snake Larkin. I'm the Snake Larkin. Snake Larkin. Um, <laughs> I love your Travette. Way. <laughs> he, um, he, uh, I, I thought for a second that maybe this was going to be like a twin brother thing because I didn't read the description. Yeah. So I was like, oh, wow, this is going to be amazing. Oh, that's, that's good. And that's just really saying, maybe good. this would have uh, made the episode better. Oh, well, that's a great idea. We can we can work that pitch a little bit. What mm-hmm. if we this episode is about Snake Larkin, mm-hmm. Trevette's evil brother, yeah. <laughs> evil twin. Yeah. Yeah. Um and Walker doesn't know about him. Shit, maybe Trevette doesn't know. Well, he would Trevette be, would know, it'd be his dark secret. He'd be Snake Trevette. Right. We'd have to drop the Larkin. Well, Larkin well, well, That's why he changed his name. Like like they got separated and like Mama Trevette oh. kept, you know, uh, James Trevette. In Daddy the, Larkin kept who was no good. Timmy Trevette. Kept, I, I kept think Snake. <laughs> I think Trevette made up Trevette. <laughs> yeah. That, you think his name's Jim Larkin? <laughs> yeah. I think that, that fits his character better that he would be like, my name is Trevette. It's fancy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so that's neat. My name is, my name is James Computers. <laughs> <laughs> I just tried to think of the coolest name I could. <laughs> and that's what I'm running with. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that, that would have been really neat. Yeah. So and, where, and then where would this, that go? This could be a character that would last for, I mean, I would really hate oh. it if he died or whatever. It, it'd be like, it'd be like, uh, you know, data and lore on Star Trek. Definitely. You yeah. Know, like he just comes along totally. once a season or so. It'd be like, like, it'd be kind of yeah. like Stefan Urkel. And, and he's, he's mm-hmm. not evil, evil. You know, he can't be because you have to kind of like him. He's a bad guy, but you know, he doesn't murder people. He he's just, evil for Trevette. Right. But he gets Trevette in bad situations. He robs banks. He never kills people. That would go over the line. He could be the guy that, Snake boxed Cobalt in the earlier episode. Oh, oh my God! Is is that why Trevette picked Snake? He's snake whoa. obsessed. Whoa, whoa! That that's a good point too. I did not even snake I didn't fetish. even draw that parallel. Well, snake we're fetish? gonna need yarn and, and thumbtacks for the wall here to connect <laughs> all this. Yeah, this show is deep, guys. Well, good news. I found a lot of yarn the other day. <laughs> I mean, it's a little waxy. Did, did it come I can down clean it up. I can clean up. Yeah, kids. Everything's from the tube. <laughs> yeah. Most of the bags I bust open that come down the chute are just like the cat litter. It's the cat litter. It's cat litter. Use cat litter. You have the worst luck with the tube. I just watch you sometimes and you're like all excited and yeah. hungry. I, yeah. I know. I get down under, I get down under the tube and yeah. I just open, I'm, Don't I'm ready your to open mouth the bag. Right, don't put yeah. your mouth directly don't over the tube. Don't open your mouth. Yeah, when I know. I'm, I'm pulling, I'm ripping the bags open. Well, you guys are getting all these bags with the, the applesauce and the, the 
um, the beef jerky and Grandma cookies. Yeah. And the, and all the cookie deliveries and stuff like that. And I'm like under the chute and I'm just like making a ripping motion as the bags come down on top of <laughs> mm-hmm. me and it's just cat litter every single time. <laughs> yeah. But, it's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we, we watch you a little, but I mean, yeah. I don't want to, you know, insult your form, but you're doing like five things wrong there. <laughs> after, yeah. after this, after recording, we'll show you, Wood and I will yeah. show you how to work the tubes a little. We've, all right. We've just been having a good laugh this whole time, but it's kind of mean. We are in this together. Hands in. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Here there we, we go. go. Cave boys. But I mean, <laughs> yeah, Jared's looking a little thin, so we'll have to yeah. jump the ropes. That'd be a drag right if on. he died. Yeah. <laughs> I know. There's only yeah. three of us. We can't have yeah. 33% of us die. <laughs> also, you're a friend and stuff. We don't want you to die. <laughs> Great. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Anytime, buddy. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Snake Larkin. <laughs> nope. So yeah, Snake Snake's a great character. Right. I think he's I think he's in. He's got to stay. Right. So I mean, he basically is Trevet without glasses and with cool bandana, cool bandana, mm-hmm. leather jacket. Yeah, he looks cool. Yeah, you guys yes. have any any other good good um good ideas that you came away from this well, episode with? Yeah. So let's sideline that one for a minute because I actually really like that idea. Yeah. I actually had an idea that was a little more um maybe it's timely. Uh, I kind of have a supernatural spin for this mm. week. So there's a couple clips I want to play that kind of, I think, lend credence to this storyline. Okay. But I feel like we really need to lean into uh, Cordell Walker just being more magical. Mm. And yeah. I don't know if it's, I think we have to go past like just his Native American spirituality into like he's just an, a dark presence. <laughs> because we have a bunch of escaped convicts in this episode. And uh, I mean, honestly, the episode doesn't do a great job of making him take them out. He does a decent job. Because yeah. this is kind of like boring hotel diehard. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> where, yeah, it really where, is. Where John McClane can't save himself. Right. Um, which is funny because Clarence Gilliard <laughs> actually isn't diehard. <laughs> um, but anyway, this is like boring diehard. I feel like... We need to take it a step further. So there's a couple clips I can play to kind of back this up. But okay. people kind of talk about um, Walker in kind of these like hushed, dark tones. Unfortunately, none of the bad guys, just his friends and family. <laughs> but so actually have a... The uh, people a, that really know him? The people that know him are the ones that fear him. So basically, it's in the middle of a hurricane. Everyone's scared to go outside. Um, just a Quick side note, I mean, we actually live in an area that gets hit by hurricanes, and if there was, like, a big emergency, I wouldn't actually be scared of driving anywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean... I wasn't yeah. last time. <laughs> yeah. 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 But anyway, here we go. Um, Walker uh, hears about Trevette, um, that his prison bus that he's being transported in is missing, and he mm-hmm. just goes out in the, mid- this, the middle of this hurricane to find him. And we get to hear a little bit of his friends and family talk about him. Cordell Walker saddles up to something nobody can stop. Not even the wrath of God. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he look, okay, now, that doesn't sound that bad, right? That's just kind of tough, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, it sounds a little tough, yeah. But CD did look a little scared. Mm-hmm. Um, and now this next clip that I have, I think takes a, a step further and is just kind of a a good example of the direction I think we need to go. Still no word? Not from the bus or from Walker. Well, he'll need this fire when he returns. You're so sure he's going to be okay. Look here, young lady. 
Wash hoes in harmony with the spirits around him. They'll take care of it. What if... What if the prisoners got loose? Washoe's smarter and meaner than any prisoner I ever knew. <laughs> You're gonna waste your time worrying. Worry about them. <laughs> Little lady. <laughs> it gets really dark, right. too. And then they cut to a prisoner who is about to be worried about. <laughs> yeah. But it's, you but think it's, it's kind of like a carry thing? I think, like, we, I think it's... I mean, basically, we see Uncle Ray in the bar. Uncle Ray being uh, Walker's... Um, building a fire i think it just needs to be an altar they pray to him and then i just want to see the hotel and just see some like smoke coming out of the vents <laughs> and them just like burning up or like flashing into some of their eyes and possessing their bodies um also there's kind of a, a love interest story in this episode with a handicapped woman who um walker falls in love with i feel like he needs to get with her in like a spiritual way yeah like she's just laying in bed having a dream and he comes to her in the dream and impregnates her. <laughs> kind of like Zeus or something. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or, yeah. or God. Yeah. Yeah, he, <laughs> he spills in his smoke through, a, through a, a windowsill crack or something like that. And tricks her into having sex with them like yeah. an ancient god, like a dark god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 All right, I'm, I'm writing that down. Yeah. So that's, that's my <laughs> idea. I think we could take it. I like that. It's kind of a supernatural twist on but it. But yeah, Uncle Ray in that clip, he just is like... He's way smarter and meaner than any murderer. <laughs> than yeah. any criminal I've ever known. Mean? Yeah. <laughs> Not tough. Mean. Yeah, he's mean. Yeah, like you should see what he does to little animals. <laughs> or to Uncle Ray. Uncle Ray should just like pull up his sleeve and have all these like <laughs> cigarette burns yeah. or something. Oh, I thought you did those to yourself, yeah. Uncle Ray. No, he no, did these no. when he was six. <laughs> <laughs> I'm praying that the storm kills him. Yeah. I know he cannot be killed. <laughs> yeah, he, he was probably a prisoner like we are. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good twist. Uncle yeah. Ray is the prisoner. Yeah, yeah. He, he can't he escape. He's the one. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's hoping that maybe Walker needs to transport him in a bus during a storm and is able to get use the storm as like a cover to get away. <laughs> good. From his own nephew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who burns him with cigarettes yeah constantly <laughs> but yeah i would like to see uh you know walker just take it a step further i mean bad guys on the show are already scared of him he should just be like a force a boogeyman a boogeyman yeah. for bad guys candy man yeah Ooh, he's boy. basically yeah bad guys candy man and um basically we'll have another episode we can just keep going with this where like bad guys look in the mirror and say walker three times yeah. And then he just then like he kicks. just bursts out of their body. <laughs> their body just blood everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> They've got to sort of go yeah. and kind of shake. Yeah. yeah. You know, teenagers teenagers drinking in a cemetery at night, you know, smoking weed, <laughs> accidentally summon him. And uh huh. Yeah. yeah. You know who was killed here thirteen years ago today? <laughs> Cordell Walker. <laughs> Snake Larkin. <laughs> I uh speaking of the supernatural, there was just one quick scene where the head uh bad guy who's British, by the way, in a Texas prison. I yeah, thought that was Rollins. Funny. Rollins, thank you. <laughs> um when he is talking to one of the other guys, he's like, Why don't you go uh what'd you say? He's like, Go call your mom. And the guy's like, My mom's dead. And then he's like, Why don't you call her anyway? <laughs> he's Australian, right? Why don't you yeah. call her anyway? <laughs> <laughs> and, and and the guy like looks at him and he's like he looks like he's kind of like mm, yeah okay and then he walks off. I was like, what if he actually was calling his dead mom? 
<laughs> like yeah. that's a whole thing. And him and Rollins have been cellmates for years, like really tie in. I mean, we're making yeah, like a real supernatural. Rollins knows some yeah. old dark magic yeah. too. We're gonna need some of his dark magic to fight this Walker. <laughs> <laughs> so call your mother up. <laughs> I'll, oh, need, I'll need bones. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of the uh, the European um, uh, bad guy, I, this yeah. this this just came to me in a dream. Uh, this this whole episode can be summed up as. Walker, Texas Ranger versus Wanker Prison Danger. <laughs> Thank you. I like that. It's good. It's good. Yeah. So I don't know. That kind of that kind of reminds me of like what I would think would make the episode better. So there's a, a scene at the beginning where Walker is busting Snake Larkin and he's bringing him in and he's he's in front of all the other prisoners. So they have to put on a show right, to right, show right. that Snake Larkin's really dangerous. Mm-hmm. But also to show that Walker's really dangerous too, so they kind of like have this fake fight, um, and it's like staged. Yeah, but, but yeah, I mean Walker's already known to every criminal, so yeah. they know if Snake they, fights Walker, Snake's a bad dude. When they right. were putting him up there, and he goes, "He killed three cops." Like I, I before they got in the fight, I was like, "He has to beat the shit out of him." Like like they're not yeah. going to believe it because he beats up everybody. Yeah, he's like even for no reason. This guy killed three cops. Yeah. He killed three cops. Two of them were my friends. I don't care about the other guy. <laughs> You know, yeah. that guy was all right. <laughs> that guy was kind of a, oh, he was yeah. kind of a Trevette. Yeah. But like, I thought it'd been great if they had just like. <laughs> this guy killed three cops. Two of the amazing. One was my partner, Trevette. <laughs> <laughs> Who you guys don't yeah. know. You've never <laughs> met him. <laughs> I thought it'd be great. He's if, still like, relatively new. Yeah. This, this fight that they have, if it just like, if we stretched it out, if we stretched mm-hmm. it out, it's like a 10 minute long fight. And it gets kind of questionable as to whether they're really still fake fighting anymore. <laughs> like maybe Chuck gets to to like really like land some yeah. real, real like, blows. Like, like Trevette maybe landed one by accident and, you know, Chuck just <laughs> went just beast mode. Off. Yeah, it set him off. Yeah. And he's just like stop. really hitting him. Like, <laughs> Trevette's like looking at the security guards like, come on, I need some help. And they're like, no way. And there's like stuff that they don't even, that some audio they don't even cut out of the dialogue where Trevette's just like, please, please cut the film, cut film now. <laughs> This is, he's really hitting me. Yeah. When he's finally just strangling him. Yeah. And so that, I like that idea a lot. Cause I mean, I feel like you could get a good 10 minutes out of it. Yeah. And then the episode just kind of pivots because, you know, Snake doesn't go to prison. He goes to like maybe a prison hospital. Yeah. You know, he's not on that bus. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But right. it's like, it's like a different actor. It's not really Clarence Gilliard anymore. It's actually a guy who like looks kind of like him. So yeah. you're always kind of Cl- wondering. Clarence Gilliard happened. went to the ICU for six months. Yeah, he would quit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I just, then I just want to see a scene where Walker just goes to the DA's office and tries to explain to Alex mm-hmm. <laughs> what happened. <laughs> yeah. Of course, in true Alex fashion, she's like, you can't do that. Here's, here's how you broke the law. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, when fists hit my face, my fists just do whatever they want, Alex. He's like, why don't we just call up the governor of Sonora and see what he has to say about it? <laughs> I wish I had the words to tell you about why I killed your vet. <laughs> <laughs> but why it feels so good to hurt people. <laughs> or why it really doesn't, I don't feel anything at all <laughs> when I do that. I do it harder and harder each time because I feel less and less. <laughs> I, I wish I had the words to ask you what feelings are. <laughs> I can't explain why I have to burn Uncle Ray every night, every night while he's sleeping. Mm-hmm. That would make the episode better. 
that, I'll, I'll write it down idea. for the boss man. Yeah, it's an idea. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Um, I think he's gonna like that one. I like maybe it's just with good accent, but I feel like we need to like lean in more to the Australian background. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like his scheme is somehow Australian. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, he's got like a plan to like right. uh, actually like surf out. <laughs> yeah, he actually looked yeah. a lot like uh, Bodie from Point Break, the Patrick Swayze character. <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> looked a lot like him. So, the, the tips or whatever. So his plan in this escape is to make it to the beach, and he's going to surf. It's a out. hurricane. He's waiting for the yeah. flood to get above. And he's like, yeah, no worry, mate. You to know how those real nice curls. Yeah. People always got there. Yeah, they do. The nice curl all the way back to Australia. And as he's going, he high fives Patrick Swayze, who is on his humongous wave over to the states. <laughs> that would be great. That would make the episode. Yeah, hang on, I gotta write that down. Yeah, so it's like actually a reverse Point Break because in Point Break, Swayze is a surfer who's who's really up to crime. This is a criminal whose scheme is actually just surfing. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe the uh, maybe the other criminals aren't criminals at all. They're just other other uh, Australian animals. So we've got kangaroos and wallabies. <laughs> oh yeah, but they can talk, right? Yeah, of course yeah. they can talk. And yeah. can Luis Guzman still uh, voice one of them? Oh, yeah, I love him. oh yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, he was in this episode, by the way. And yeah, he, we had, he was. We got to bring him back. Luis he, Gu- he can be the kangaroo voice. Yeah, totally. That would yeah. be great. We have yeah, so, man. <laughs> yeah, other characters we had. We had Luis Guzman. Yeah, uh, Tiny Lister. Yep, that's his real name. That's the actor's name. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, both great. Uh, there's another character we haven't really talked about yet. Uh, was it Robin? Yeah, Robin, the, the ex golf pro, <laughs> the handicapped uh, ex golf pro, or is it tennis pro, golf pro, whatever. Doesn't yeah, matter. golf it pro. Yeah, it really doesn't matter. Walker, after he sneaks into the hotel, yeah, finds her about to kill herself. Right, she's doing a slow gun up to her head, all you know, and he stops her. Mm-hmm. And at first, you're like, oh, maybe she's just scared and you know wants to get out of the situation. She didn't know. But then you're, you're she like, didn't know about yeah, the she criminals. She didn't even know. This, she just happened to com- want to commit suicide the night that a, a hurricane, b a bunch of so weird because he has convicts. it's he has a gun, but he's not really good at taking these criminals out. You know what? Okay, I feel like another way we could do it is just focus on her, and he's just trying to cheer her up by having her be involved in these takedowns. I feel like that's a kind of what happened. Yeah, he just wants her to be involved uh-huh. and to, like see how fun it is. He, like he knows that it'll. People. Give her a new lease on life, and because she's really depressed and doesn't want to live anymore, he could have taken them out really quickly. But instead, it's like, hey, help me string this rope. Like, I need you to save me this other yeah. time. How great I, would it have been if it would if, if all of her scenes were just like really like Toxic Avenger death scenes? So she's just like rolling over people on her with her wheelchair, and, and their heads are like popping underneath. Or, that would have been awesome. Walker, Walker, I get it. This is amazing. Life is amazing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if he gets the new Walker reboot picked up by HBO or something, I mean, sky's oh, the limit, you know? yeah. Which I don't, I don't see why not. Watch me get this guy's fingers caught in my spokes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Eyeballs popping out of their heads yeah. and stuff. I was suicidal until I found out I love murder. Yeah. Just like you, Walker. Thank you for showing me this, this <laughs> beautiful dark world. <laughs> <laughs> I see now. I also thought it would have been great if, like, every one of these hotel rooms was just, like, another lady friend of Chuck Norris. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe suicidal or not, yeah. whatever. Or maybe just doing, like, yoga trapeze stuff. And he's like, hey, <laughs> what's up? <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's, like, it feels a little weird that he has a romance with her. Yeah. Um, especially since she's still around at the end of the episode. Yeah. And the show acts like she's going to be, like, she's his new girlfriend. She does not come back. Right. 
He's just gone. Do, well, do you think he was just being nice, or do you think like he's into that? And he was like, oh, no, I want this. Well, yeah, we have this. I mean, they're a couple at the end, don't you think? I didn't really pick up on that. Like, they're, yeah, says, they're like, for sure a couple. Because oh, really? he's, like, he's like, oh, you're going to eat all of that chili that CD made. And th- what's the line? It's like, because tomorrow's another day or something. And she's like, that's right. There's many more days. Wink, wink. I'm not going to kill myself. Yeah, there's <laughs> many more days that you and I are going to have sex together in. <laughs> that's what I got out of yeah. it. Yeah. But because I know that she never comes back. Does she just commit suicide? <laughs> oh, I mean, I, I don't want to sound. No, he has sex with her a bunch of times, and she can just magically walk again. And uh, you know, he's through he's, with her. He's and, not into that. Yeah, um, but I did think it was weird, and I feel like maybe these were shot out of order or, or aired not in production order because mm-hmm. yeah. Alex isn't like jealous at all mm-hmm. at the end. Yeah, totally contrary to last week's episode where she's. Super right. protective of their relationship. Right. Yeah. She knows it's temporary. They have an understanding that he can sleep around with as many handicapped women as he wants. Mm-hmm. And she's she can not date tennis pros. Yeah. <laughs> and she won't, she won't say anything about it. About it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a lot I mean, of tennis pros. It's very world. adult of them, actually. It's good yeah. to know yourself. Yeah. Um, and so his scenes with her are really weird. The handicapped woman. Yes. Do we know her name? Robin. Robin. Okay. So um, I don't know how interesting this is to listen to, but we have a a clip of Walker and Robin where she kind of bears her soul to him Mm -hmm. and he just kind of walks away. But anyway, (laughs) let me just play this. Yeah, And this is all in the middle of a huge hostage situation and a hurricane. Why are you feeling so sorry for yourself? I mean, there's millions of handicapped people out there living very productive lives. I had a productive life. I was the resident golf pro at Kathy and Dick's Hotel in Arizona. When the accident happened, my fiancé said he still loved me. We'd work through it together. I never heard from him again when I got out of the hospital. Okay, Walker stands up. <laughs> and walks out of the room. <laughs> walks out of the fucking room. Oh, oh, yeah, he looks back at her. And nah, just closes the door. <laughs> he kind of like waves his hand dismissively like, yeah, He's whatever. He's like, yeah, good luck with all of that. <laughs> You know, why are you so sad? You know, there's a lot of handicapped people out there living really reproductive lives. <laughs> uh, let me show you how productive it can be. <laughs> um, yeah. And later he's like, I just wanted to get my arms around you. Oh, yeah. Do we have that he clip? Grabs her. We do. You okay? I'm fine. Uh, I can get up myself. I know you can. Then I'm going to chance to put my arms around you. <laughs> I know you can't. I was like, wait, what? So that was definitely flirting if they're a couple. In oh, the yeah. End. I yeah, didn't sure. pick up on the couple thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Sure, you can. I just wanted to touch your body. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, this would have made the episode better if he carried her around the rest of the episode while he was kicking ass. That would have been He really yes. only needs his legs. Okay, yeah. He, she needs to be more involved. He's bringing her in mm-hmm. 100% yeah. and just like the ass Showing kicking. her she still has worth. He could swing her around and like, <laughs> hit, hit like five guys at one time. Well, he's, <laughs> she's got his legs. He's got her arms. So yeah. they're, they're, it's sort of like a master blaster from yeah. Beyond Thunderdome yeah. sort of thing and going he's on. He's like, man, we should be a couple. I, I just love the idea that he's spinning her around and she's punching people uh-huh. and she's just going, I love life. <laughs> <laughs> He did it. He was right. (laughs) I love life and I love you, Cordell Walker. I love being productive. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that Um, that is good. 
So, but yeah, does anything else really happen? They kind of just beat up all the guys and, uh, and then they win. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. Trevette uh, has a lot of interaction with the guys, but it's mostly just them really not trusting him. Like he doesn't, for being undercover, he doesn't ever really earn their trust. They're suspicious Mm -hmm. of him the whole time. Yeah. Um, And suspicious of his speed. Yeah, they are oh, not yeah. buying it. How'd you get so fast, Lightning? Wait, how'd you get so fast, Lightning? <laughs> bucko. Bucko. High school football, bucko. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of bucko in this. I, I don't know. Maybe that's an Australian thing. No. Texas, who knows? <laughs> it's a real Texo Australian thing. <laughs> Lone Star Fosters kind of thing. <laughs> um. All right. Well, Bear Nooses. Uh, mm. I'm just going to go first. I'm going to say four Bernouses. Wow. Is that, um, your, is that your highest Bernouse rating ever? I think so. I feel like I really like this one. Mm-hmm. Um, it just has so much good stuff all the way through. I would say maybe um, four koala-sized Bernouses. Should be totally Okay, adorable. good. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good rating. It was a great episode. I'd say I'd give this one, man, uh, yeah, like a four uh Tall boy Foster's been uh, <laughs> uh, sort of w- cooling Bernice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I thought it was really good. I'm just because I like to be contrarian. I'm going to say three and a half. Okay. Um, uh, three it's and good. a half is, uh draped over a kangaroo that has the voice of Luis Guzman. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I liked it a lot. That was a really yeah. great episode. It's good. I think we all shouldn't be lining up exactly. You know, we need to be challenging each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the boss is going to like our notes. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think we'll put this together. We'll write it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe, you know, write up a couple of these pitches and let him pick. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to write it with cat poop on a piece of just, <laughs> I mean, uh, you got to get rid of that stuff somehow. Yeah. It's everywhere. <laughs> we don't get, we don't get any pins or anything like that discarded down here. If they do, they're all yeah. dried up and stuff. Mm-hmm. But really everything we're doing down here, we're just recording and Chuck Norris listens to it alone in his bedroom, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Then he dumps some more trash. <laughs> yeah, well, Down we'll, the chute. We'll, we'll see what comes down the tube this week. And hopefully if we're not dead, we will see you all next week. Yeah, where we're going to watch and review and reboot episode six, In the Name of God. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh. Yeah, this one's a re- got a religious spin. Oh, boy. Alex tries to rescue a friend's daughter from a religious cult but finds herself being held prisoner by the group's charismatic leader. Mm, it's always like that. Yeah. So I have seen this one and, Me too. but I, you know, from the description, I'd assume Alex is going to like fall for this guy. He's going to be like, really, he's really going to swoon her. He's going to be really leader? charismatic. Yeah the, yeah. the cult leader. They're not cult leaders for nothing. <laughs> I've seen this one and I'm just going to tease it with, Tongue kissing. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is there an Australian in the next one? I don't remember, but I, I think there this... was an Australian villain in another one. Maybe there's Yeah, a... there's there for sure is more Australian villains. Hmm. I don't think villainy. I could get enough Australian villains. I mean, it is a uh, criminal country, wasn't it? How it was founded. True. Uh-huh. Yeah, it makes sense. And they are all still criminals there. Yeah. From what I understand. You can't change what you are, and neither can your kids. Well, it's like a <laughs> it's like a passed down traditional thing. Yeah. Genetic. It's genetic, yeah. (laughs) It's a dominant gene. The kids come out of the womb with little handcuffs, and (laughs) being uh, criminal garbage is a dominant gene. (laughs) You're not going to get that out of your blood. (laughs) But yeah, I'm looking forward to the next week's episode. If we are alive, I'm looking forward. Yeah, if we can, if we can push through, and we have the constitution for it, I hope we survive and can watch. In the name of God. In the name of God. Yes. We'll see.
<laughs> Sounds good. If you want to email us, you can reach us at talkerpod at gmail.com. Uh, or you can reach us on Twitter at, at TalkerTXRanger. And we do have a Facebook page now. Yes. Talker Texas Ranger USA. Yes. Nice. Like us. Also call the police. <laughs> and please help us. <laughs> yeah, that's probably the most important part. Call the police. Yeah, yeah, I don't know where we are, but I think we might be under Lone Wolf Ranch in Texas somewhere. That's my assumption based on all the, the disgusting yeah. garbage. Deep, deep underground. I, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure Chuck usually falls asleep before the end of each of these, so we're, I think we're okay. And he, <laughs> yeah. won't, he won't hear this. Yeah, we'll put our pleas at the end. Our, our shot callers, have, they aren't going off right now, so yeah, I'm, right, I'm assuming he's, he is a slumber. Please help us, guys. <laughs> okay. All right. Until next week. Thanks, Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.